Okay, so most people have never actually met a true believer. Now sure, we've read stories about believers, we know that true believers exist, but we hardly ever see them. Well, Be Holy is a podcast that shines light on the behaviors, the mindset, and the duties of a believer, so that we can recognize God's children even when they don't look like God's children. Yeah, it's a bit of a process. Each lesson is given by our own Pastor Nard. Your sins have been forgiven. All you have to do is believe it, and God will help you through your journey. You've traveled long enough without Him. Today on Be Holy. We are talking about the lost sheep. Lost sheep. <laughs> How you feeling? How you feeling? How you feeling? Listen, God is still good to us. Regardless of what's happening in the world, God is still good to us. It's a blessing to be able to live in this chaos. The chaos in the Bible had to have been worse than this. You know, we got things happening. Uh, but we're going to talk about, we're going to keep it like today. We're going to talk about the lost sheep. The lost sheep. And so, um, the lost sheep tend to be what we call sinners, heathens, uh, unbelievers, you know. But again, you got to remember that you were once a heathen. You were once an unbeliever. You were a lost sheep. And God came to find you. Listen, we didn't find Jesus. He came and found us. We were the ones that were lost. He came and found us. He left those who didn't need him, who didn't need to be saved because they were saved already. They didn't need to change, but he left them and came and found all of us. Came and found us. When it looked like there was no hope, mm -mm, there was hope. And I always tell people, if you're looking for hope, help us. Hope is here and help is here. God is good to us. Regardless of what's happening to us, it might not feel good, but we have to know that it is good. A good man's steps are ordered by the Lord. No matter what happens to him, God is leading him. Even in the valleys of the shadow, uh, the shadow of the valley of death, uh, God is still leading. God is still leading. God is still leading. You cannot have all that you want in life. You can feel that you are a total failure, but God is still leading. God will always put you where you're supposed to be. He will always put you where you're supposed to be. So don't ever second guess yourself. Don't ever feel bad on yourself. You're where you're supposed to be. And when God comes to find you, he's going to take you where you're supposed to be. He's going to find you. Don't worry. If you want him to find you, he will find you. And the, one, the wonderful thing is that when it talks about lost sheep, it, it doesn't sound like they're still not part of the family. You know? It didn't say he came after the lost heathens. No, he came after the lost sheep. So sheep is still part of the fold. Sheep are still, or sheep are still part of the family. So until we leave this earth, we're still part of the family. We can still make it in. Just because you don't believe, don't mean you're not part of the family. You, you're still part of the family. God came to find you. Some of us don't want to be found, and that's that's a sad situation where. We don't want to be found, so we hide from God. But the most wonderful thing is you can't hide from God. You can't fight with him. You can't box with him. And you can't hide from him. He's going to find you. And once he finds you, if you respond the right way, you're, in the, you're, you're still in the family, but you'll be in the kingdom at that point. You still have a chance. Still have a chance to be saved. Still have a chance to be with God. Regardless of where you've been and what you've done, you still have, might have to pay for a few things with the laws of this land, 
but you're still a part of the kingdom. Especially when people think you aren't. He said the first ones that are going to be in the kingdom are the ones you think aren't going to be in the kingdom. So he's coming after those lost sheep. He's going to find them. You know, you ever, you ever lost any money? Have you ever lost any money? Yeah. You, you was, it was bothering you until you found that piece of money or that money that you said you lost or you couldn't find it. Now you found it. You was happy about it. Well, that's how God is about us. Even though we're worth more than money to him. When he finds us and we respond the right way, we're no longer hiding. It talks about heaven, man, is rejoicing up there because of one person walking away from sin and believing on the Lord Jesus to, to take away their sins. Because, you know, within you, you know, sin always trying to lurk out and jump out. But when you have God in, God in you, you can kind of keep it under control. And that still don't make you righteous. What makes you righteous is because you believed on him and he took away your sins. That's what makes you righteous. That's why he's always searching out to find people. Because they're part of his family and he doesn't want to lose anybody. It's not God's will to lose anybody. He want to lose people. A lot of people walk around now. God hates me and I don't want to do this and, and I can't believe this and I can't forgive God for this and I can't forgive. Listen, this is the world we live in and a lot of the trouble that we're in and have been in is because of something that we did or humans did to us. Human, human. And even though God can go and, and, and change everything, he still gives people a chance to do the right thing. He don't make robots. He makes human beings and he gives us a choice. And it's a lot of these choices that a lot of us make and a lot of people make against us is evil. And so God is always trying to save us. Now let's go on over to the, to the verses. Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15, verse number one, it talks about this. If you ever wondered who would come and listen to Jesus, is going to tell you right here. You know, a lot of people think, oh, when Jesus was talking, all the believers were standing around. And that's all who listened to him, all the believers, those who, who really wanted to believe well, listen to this. Verse number one of, of Luke 15, it says this. Tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. Hmm. Tax collectors, cheaters is what they called them, you know, because they always take a little skim off for their own. You know, even though they charge you your tax, they, they take a piece for themselves. See, they take a piece for themselves and then. Uh, now you're paying not only the tax But you're paying a little more And so everybody hates to see the tax man come around So it says here that the cheaters are the tax collectors And other notorious sinners So any sin that you can think of in this day <sighs> Yeah Any sin that you can think of They had that kind of sin back then too I don't have to tell you what a sin You know what sin is Stuff you're not supposed to do That you know is wrong he said notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. And when sinners come to hear God's word taught to people or spoken to people, they're trying to make a change. They're trying to change. And, and just because your family don't listen to you, don't think they're not listening to you. Just because they don't obey you, don't think they're not listening. There's somebody in your family trying to change. And sometimes God don't want us to know who's trying to change because then we'll discourage them with our with our aggressive uh, push, our inertia, our spiritual inertia, trying to push people into being saved. 
and you can't do it. These people will come and listen to Jesus. Tax collectors and other notorious sinners. So people knew their sin and they still come listen to Jesus. You know how I would always say, oh, this man was a, a beggar. Or this man was a this or this man was a that or that woman was a this and that woman was a that and this man was a thief and that man was... It would just tell you what people thought. And they came, they still come listen to him. Verse number two. This made the Pharisees and teachers of the religious law complain that he was associating with such sinful people, even eating with them. So not only did they come to church, but they ate with them. Not only did they come to church for the Sunday morning service, but he actually ate with them, sat down with them and ate with them. Talking about going after the lost sheep. He would go after them. Verse number three. So Jesus told them this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Will he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go in search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he find, when he is found, uh, will he joyfully carry the 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 one that he lost home on his shoulders? Will he do that? Yeah, he would do that. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors saying, Rejoice with me, for I found my lost one, my lost sheep. And verse number seven says this, In the same way there is more joy in heaven over one sinner, one lost sinner, who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous and heaven straight away. So you can look at look at that as sinners who never believed, or you can look at it as people who believed once and fell away. Because you remember it was talking about that before. It says uh, there's going to be times when you're throwing seeds out there, and it's going to grow fast in this one person, and then they're going to fall away because they grew too fast. They didn't have good soil. They had rocks in their soil, so the uh, the seed took root on the rocks and it grew fast. But when the sun came, it burned it up. Because it had no way to reserve the, the moisture and the water in the roots because the <laughs> it was on rocks. Hmm. So some people believe and then all of a sudden they fall away. Either way, God is coming after them. God is coming after them. So here it talks about they, they might have fallen away. So he leaves those who have not fallen away or strayed away and goes and grabs the one who did stray away. Verse number eight, it talks about uh, suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and sweep the entire house to search carefully until she finds it? Yes, she'll do that. You do that. I've done that. Looking under the car, looking in the car, looking under the seat, looking in your pants, looking in your pockets of your pants, looking inside your shoe, looking inside your sock, looking inside of a drawer, trying to find that money that you lost or matter of fact, hear about this. When you lose your keys, you're you're turning up everything to try to find those keys. No, you don't want the spare key. You want the original key and you want the original key right now because you know that you need the original key. Well, it's the same thing when, when you lose something, you're going to search for it. And when she finds it, she will, verse number nine, and when she finds it, she will call in her friends and neighbors and say, rejoice with me because I found my lost coin. If these people are rejoicing over a lost coin, what do you think God is doing over a lost soul? Hmm. 
In the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. One sinner out of the whole world repents. There's joy in heaven amongst the angels when that happens. So when we, when we see people turning their lives around and coming after God, we should rejoice too. And even if we do forget to rejoice when they change their lives, you know who won't forget? Heaven won't forget. There's rejoicing there for them. And here's one. Here you go. Let's turn around. When you changed, there was rejoicing in heaven for you. Oh, don't ever forget that. God had the listen, they were rejoicing up there because you changed, because I changed. So we should do the same thing when someone else changes. Well, how did you feel about today's lesson? Speak with us at beholy116 at gmail.com. Share Beholy with a friend, a colleague, or someone who needs it. Connect with us today at beholy116 at gmail.com. Your support of Be Holy is greatly appreciated. Simply text the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. And if you're ever in Columbus, Ohio, give us a visit. Come visit us. Brought to you by the First Church of Christ Apostolic Way, a small church with a big heart.